where we talk trash about the things people love to hate and hate to love. And we're your hosts, Shelby and Matt. I've only got two days left of quarantine, Shelby. I know. It's amazing. You've kept your sanity. You've maintained the, you know, you've kept the rules and stayed inside. I'm just so proud of who you've become. <laughs> I know. I know. Truly, this whole pandemic has been an evolutionary process for me. I yeah. came in one thing, uh, gr- leaving a butterfly. <laughs> yes, right now, I'm still in the, what, the larva yeah. stage yeah. or whatever the middle one is. Yeah, we'll see. It might be more moth-like than you know, <laughs> butterfly, but we'll, we'll take it. Um, I mean, I've also enjoyed uh, your daily photo tour i feel like we can patch it together and kind of get a whole layout of your entire what like 200 square foot bedroom situation or i feel i i'm really bad with numbers but i feel like that's high oh is it is <laughs> yeah i don't know I, I don't know man i haven't i'll get like, i'll get a ruler house. out yeah. and you know <laughs> try to math. Learn something new in quarantine. My bedroom is smaller than your bedroom. I can tell you that. Mm, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying is I, I notice little corners. That I'm like, I've already seen this. You know, it's like, OK, well, we zoomed in on the shoes today, but we all know it's there. <laughs> I'm running out of things. It started as a good idea on like the first mm-hmm. two days. And now it's like I can't drop it because I'm close, yeah. but I'm running out of things to take pictures of. So, yeah. Yeah, maybe like follow me on social or, media yeah. at Huff Matt if you want to get these really yeah. fun <laughs> updates. Yeah, I mean, I guess what's left is you could show us what's under the bed or. Oh, um, gosh, no. Yeah. <laughs> maybe a close up of your mattress. So we can see the bed bug situation <laughs> if you're maintaining a, a clean space for yeah. yourself. I don't know. Just dandruff or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm, no. Oh, or we'll pass. It should we'll pass. Be just a pile of all the trash you've accumulated, like all the takeout boxes and uh, and little Caesars that you've just built up over the last two weeks. I've only done carry out twice since what? I've been in this. Yes. You like cook? Well, cooking is a generous <laughs> term, but I do I did get groceries and I am eating that. You know, what? I'm it's, it's sort of like a health cleanse kind oh of. Oh my gosh, yeah. Wow. Who are you? I don't know. What? I don't know. I it's guess wild. they do sell like chicken nuggets in bulk, so maybe has that been your like No, I didn't even get chicken nuggets. <laughs> Quarantine what? is a strange time. What is happening to my mind oh my in this goodness. space? We don't yeah. know. Yeah. Well. Um, but m- much more exciting than that, we have a giveaway coming up. Yes, I know. We've been desperate for content, and uh, now we're we're sharing the uh, discoveries and the excitement and the opportunities. So, yes, listen up. Everyone's looking for a movie to watch, and you know you can't go to the theaters, but there are things coming to streaming platforms vod and we have free links for some of you which is exciting the movie is called spontaneous and (laughs) it has uh katherine langford in it from um 13 what is that show 13 reasons why Mm -hmm. and charlie Mm -hmm. Plummer, who was the kid who got his ear chopped off in all the time in the world that movie where he gets kidnapped and then did you see that a couple years ago shelly he, it's Mark Wahlberg. Oh, and, um, right, right. Yes, yes. And the, they send they, his ear back in a box. Right. <laughs> He's in it. Piper Parabell from 
Chief of the Dozen? No. <laughs> Covert Affairs, I think, is what you're looking for. And Chief of the Dozen 2, I believe. <laughs> I didn't know there was a second. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, so a, a good cast. And I actually saw the trailer for this um, a while back, and I thought it looked pretty funny. It's basically about a uh, high school where students start inexplicably exploding, like literally <laughs> spontaneously combusting and uh Catherine Langford's character Mara and Charlie Plumer Plummer's character Dylan are then struggling to survive in a world where they have no idea when they'll blow up. So <laughs> just some classic And then there's a romance. Teen. Yeah. It's like <laughs> who knows when you're gonna YA. blow up <laughs> and then the romance comes. Exactly. And it's like they might die tomorrow, so they got to live today. It's so based relatable. on a young adult novel. It's exciting yes. stuff. Yeah. And so it's coming out on VOD. It's on demand, but we've got you some, we will be giving away some free access so you can watch this from the comfort of your own home. And um, hopefully we'll be able to watch it too. And thus, find new content when there's an absolute dry spell happening yes 100 (laughs) percent. so follow us on social media at psu wrong and we will have all of the details for you there on how you can get a free link to watch this movie which i think is really exciting yes yes always i mean i it's been a while since we've done a giveaway so it felt right you know 2020 needed something to pick us all up yes so i mean Yeah. Get your act together, people. Like now is the time. You've been (laughs) sitting complacently. We have a giveaway. Get your rears and gears. And also leave us a review while you're at it. While you're trying to, (sighs) you know, sign up for the giveaway, leave us a review on Apple Podcast. That would be fantastic as well. (laughs) Again, more content for us. But I feel like all in all, this has been a pretty good week for some celebrity news, both good and bad and happy and sad. So I'm excited to figure out, uh, you know, what you've chosen to share with the class. Oh, okay. Well, the first story, which I thought was the most interesting, is the Jeffree Star saga that is going on. <laughs> Did you have this in yours, I, Shelby? No, I think I've muted him, honestly. I just, <gasps> what has he done now? Oh, oh, wow. Th- wow. This is just, so Jeffree Star, disgraced former YouTube makeup <laughs> guru, who was canceled this summer for a bunch of, like, predatory slash racist comments he'd made. Uh, this was, this has not been a good year for him, because he mm-hmm. also broke up with his boyfriend, Nathan Schwant, who I guess they'd been together oh, yes. for five years. And so he started dating this new guy named Aunt Andre Marhold, who was a basketball Whoa. player. And, uh, you know, things seemed to be going fine, whatever. They hadn't been dating too long. And then people noticed that Jeffrey was commenting on Andre's Instagram posts and being like, hey, you stole a bunch of stuff from me and you're not (laughs) answering my phone calls, but like you're posting on Instagram. So just like respond because you took all of this crap, which immediately everyone's like, oh, gosh, like this is a messy breakup. Uh, Let let me just uh, keep my uh, eyes glued (laughs) to the screen. Um, And it continued to devolve from there because then Jeffrey, once people caught on to like that this was going on, Jeffrey released a video saying that his boyfriend like basically had no job and no money and and was mooching off of him and lied to him about all of this stuff and then stole things. And then the boyfriend came out and released a separate 
thing on Instagram that basically said um, that Jeffrey needed to delete the video talking badly about the boyfriend or otherwise he would expose all of these secrets about Jeffrey, including something that he found in Jeffrey's room. So I don't know (laughs) what that is, but there was something there uh, that Jeffrey apparently had sex with one of his former longtime boyfriend's close friends and that's why there was a breakup and that the and that the new boyfriend was going to expose him <laughs> that jeffrey was emailing the new boyfriend about an nda that he wasn't supposed to break and that the whole reason why the boyfriend the new boyfriend dated jeffrey in the first place was because jeffrey promised him all of these gifts if they dated him so he was like i didn't steal anything from you i was just taking this stuff that you promised me when we started the relationship so then jeffrey star did delete the video that the new boyfriend Andre was asking right. him to delete. So it's like, so it was real. It was real. Was it real? <laughs> I don't know. Wild though. That is wild. I'm, I am confused by a lot of that, but do you hope that it continues or do you think the drama has, you know, well, I want to know what the thing is that was in <laughs> Jeffrey's room that he doesn't want people to know about. I know. Cause Jeffrey's been pretty open about, his sex life his escapades so it's sort of like what like is it like a dead body like what could it be that would be (laughs) i don't know for him (laughs) like you know he has video content of him being very racist and uh so it's like what what's worse than that you know like hmm curious curious yeah so wild time i love a truly just messy relationship that is devolving before our eyes is this guy not a basketball player then or just like a weird i I think he is a basketball player but he's 30 and i don't think he's currently playing so maybe he (laughs) played at some point and then didn't i didn't i honestly didn't look him up that closely but it it seemed to me from the articles that i read that he had been a basketball player at some point, I don't know how good he was and that he was not anymore, but he was still hot. And so Jeffree Star right. reached out to him and was like, hey, you should date me. And then the guy <laughs> stole a bunch of stuff. As it happens, you know, we've yes. all been there, I guess. Um, speaking of really annoying celebrities, though, that you can't escape. Uh, Chris Pratt stumbled into a controversy this weekend as the most unlikable Chris um, oh really? Yes. Uh, you I'm didn't unaware. hear this? No. Wow, we're doing so good. We finally know stuff that you don't know. <laughs> Living up to our name, but um, yeah. So Chris Pratt, obviously, he he's usually pretty quiet. I mean, you know, he posts about hunting and like his love of his wife who can't cook or whatever. But this week he got into trouble because he started to promote the People's Choice Awards nomination for Onward. And he decided to do that by sort of um, making light of or poking fun of or mocking the ongoing emphasis on voting in the political election this year in the U.S. And so on Instagram, he wrote this huge long post that was basically like... um, You know, he starts out with all that's going on in the world. It's more important than ever that you vote. Ask any celebrity. They will tell you every day, several times a day. And 
the most important thing you can vote for is onward for the people's choice award and it's like it's the most consequential vote in the history of mankind vote for onward or else you will die no hyperbole click the link in bio let your voice be heard vote onward in the people's choice awards which is clearly an attempt at a joke and um it's just one of those jokes that you kind of wonder who thought this would be a good idea for this and like a good time for this. And honestly, who on his team allowed this? Because obviously everyone's instant reaction was like, ew, barf. Like, first of all, coming from someone who tends to seem more conservative, it especially feels kind of like, what are you saying right now? And then he doubled down on in his stories where he continued to make jokes about how important this vote was and like how crucial it was to let your voice be heard and and how his competitors in different categories were, I don't even remember, you know, like he was making constant references to this like liberal versus conservative and Democrat versus Republican sort of energy that's been fueling the country for the last few months and so everyone just instantly was like yeah no let's pile on Chris like he continues to disappoint like this is just not a good look not a fun joke like no please don't especially since he's never ever actually posted about really voting you know (laughs) I mean I do love when we sort of lambast people who are virtue signaling because I do feel like that is such a thing, especially on Instagram. Yeah. And you and you know that some people who are posting things about voting are not posting them because they actually care about anything, <laughs> but just because it feels like that's what they have to do. But yeah. at the same time, you got to read the room and like they're <laughs> like this is a very heated, important issue for a lot of people for a lot of different mm-hmm. important reasons. So you don't really want to be making fun of that, especially when you're trying to use that to garner votes for <laughs> onward. Like it just the all of the pieces here do not go together. Yeah. Do you think that this will help onward's chances of winning whatever <laughs> what the what is the awards that it was the up People's for? Choice People's Choice Award. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know who like actually votes. I don't know who engages with this award. Teenagers. Ceremony. Yeah. That's who. Like <laughs> yeah. seventh graders. <laughs> So I don't know. I don't feel like that tends to be his audience. I also didn't, it wasn't clear from what he was posting about, like what he was, I mean, obviously it's some sort of animated movie or maybe best comedy or something, but I don't know. I've actually been seeing a ton of weird, like a lot of podcasts, like podcasts get nominated for PCAs too. And so a lot of them are posting about it in weird ways that are like sort of embarrassed that they're asking for votes during this time (laughs) but yeah so I don't know how that how that award ceremony is gonna play out and like who's gonna show up or or feel motivated to be involved (laughs) I feel like I saw that Hannah Ann from The Bachelor was campaigning for some kind of people's choice (laughs) award like that she was nominated for best like reality star or something so wild what these you know is there a way that we can just like look up what these nominations are (laughs) there's so many and it's one of those award shows where they give out a ton of awards like in on commercial breaks and stuff so you're never really clear what's going on (laughs) but i'm not sure i know that nick vial who's also a bachelor nation superstar he was nominated for uh best podcast 
And he did this thing in his stories where he's like, I know this isn't important, but like swipe up to vote for this. And then his next story was like, also register to vote for real, but then didn't offer any (laughs) swipe up link there or further information for his millions of followers. So yeah, it seems like people want to win, but I don't know to what end. (laughs) I mean, I'm okay. So I'm looking at the people's choice things right now. Okay. The best movie of 2020. Here are your nominees. (laughs) Bad Boys for Life, Birds of Prey, Extraction. Oh, shoot, there's a pop-up. Okay, Hamilton, Project Power, The Invisible Man, (laughs) The Old Guard, and Trolls World Tour. What a cursed list. (laughs) The Wrong Missy is nominated for Best Comedy of 2020. Yeah, no. Right up against The Kissing Booth 2 and Like a Boss. (laughs) Yeah, maybe we should do an entire episode on the People's Choice Awards. (laughs) They have so many categories. Best family oh, yeah, movie of do. 2020. Best male movie star of 2020. Is that where he... No. Vin Diesel's nominated for that. <laughs> Female Favorite, movie star. Drama movie star. Comedy movie star. Again, David Spade nominated for The Wrong Missy for Best Comedy <laughs> Movie Star of 2020. Also, Kissing Booth, again, nominated. Oh, Action man. movie star. Oh, and now now oh, there's TV. Yeah, yeah. It covers Reality show. But aren't there like some true like weird uh, categories? Like that's what I want. That's what I'm looking for. I think there's like best kiss or like most romantic moment or best chemistry or something like that. I feel like I remember some binge worthy show of 2020 um, sci-fi show. Oh my gosh, there's music. This is just this is insanity. just pages and pages soundtrack of 20 oh best social star of 2020 (laughs) best beauty influencer of 2020 social celebrity animal star comedy act (laughs) what do you think game changer oh this must that's some kind of sports thing oh yeah here's the here's the podcast thing Oh, I guess the podcast is the last one. Wow. Okay. Well, we didn't get nominated for best podcast, <laughs> which is a which that? is a disgrace. Yeah. Like, what's going on there? Hello. Uh. Well, that sounds uh sounds like fun. Uh, we'll see if Chris. I honestly, I didn't even see which one Chris Pratt was nominated for. <laughs> a weird bit of movie news that I saw this week and was just sort of startled surprised by is that Jamie Foxx who was in Spider-Man the amazing Spider-Man 2 which was a terrible like cursed (laughs) movie where he played this blue character which was so strange is coming back for Spider-Man 3 with Tom Holland there's some kind of weird like crossover Spider-Man thing going on but then the picture that he used to release this was actually a picture from Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse and then mm. he had, and then he deleted the picture afterwards. So people are really confused as to like Jamie Fox is doing something with Spider Man. They think it's Spider Man three with Tom Holland, but like nobody really knows. And it would be weird. If, like, is he playing the same character? Is he playing the different character? I wonder if you knew anything about this or had any hot takes. I didn't. I saw. I saw the rumor that it was his Amazing Spider Man character, which I guess. Yeah, the Spider-Man universe as a whole is one that's really messy. One, because it's like owned by Sony, but it's under the Marvel tent now. And so it's sort of a question of what's happening there. And then in the end of the last Spider-Man, they also had the um, cameo appearance of the news guy from the 
from the Tobey Maguire series. So it's sort of like, is this just becoming a a tangled web of uh, blurred lines and and famous faces. I don't know. I feel like also I've become jaded about movies in general, and I just don't believe that any movie will ever be made ever again. (laughs) Yes, same. So I'm just like, yeah, we'll see if this happens, but, but who knows? Do I, do I feel passionately that he should or should not be in it? Not really. I could take it either way. I, I remember thinking, it was a bad movie, but I don't know if I can blame that entirely on Jamie Foxx's character alone. So it's like, should he have another chance? Sure. I don't care, but I can also be just as ambivalent about whether he, if he doesn't show up in it. So I just feel like if you, if you and I were sitting down we were like, okay, we have to pick one person from a different Spider-Man franchise and bring him into this one. Like, would Jamie Foxx's character be in the top 10 people that we would bring over? <laughs> I mean, maybe top 10 just because I don't know who else is, like, <laughs> available. Or I couldn't name 10 other characters, but I guess he would not be in my, like, top five. I mean, it's like... Kirsten Dunst, give me the Green Goblin, <laughs> the Doctor Octopus guy. Like I just feel like just there's other Toby Emma Stone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, just strange. I think I'd rather any of the Into the Spider Verse characters. So I guess that's a oh bit yeah. Handful. So you know what? Maybe mm-hmm. he wouldn't be in top ten. He'd be yeah, above the- Sandman. So. I guess he has that going for him. <laughs> and, to- and he'd be above Tom Hardy as Venom. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. Wait, was it Tom Hardy? Well, Topher Grace was Venom yeah. in the Tobey Maguire one. But then Tom Hardy played Venom in Venom. Oh, movie. that's right. I completely Remember. forgot. Also, this is a side tangent. But <laughs> I was thankful to not have to see the Morbius trailer at oh, all yes. throughout this yeah. pandemic. And then I went back to the movie theaters and had to see it like twice in a month. And just, again, cursed <laughs> film. Who Who is this for? Jared Leto turning into a weird bat creature? No, thank you. That's a movie that never needs to come out. Like, they should yeah. just dump that, you know, somewhere in the deep recesses of VOD and call it a day. Yeah, I mean, we got the new mutant, so we're probably going to get Morbius at some point, you know. Morbius wishes it was the new mutant. <laughs> it could only hope hope to be the new mutants <laughs> i don't know that seems like a very hot take i <laughs> i i don't know if that can be true at least nobody in the new mutants thought that they were <laughs> doing great work that's true that's very <laughs> that's fair jared leto because you know that jared leto though. is like ah this Give me the Oscar. I'm ready for yeah. it. Like, this was a crowning achievement. I'm the second coming of the I, the Joker. I guess he was yeah. the Joker, and that didn't go well either for him. Oh, but no. Yeah. I mean, also in uh, movie news, James Bond was officially pushed back again, which is sort of... I mean, I'm trying to think. I know of, like, three movies that are left this year, right? You have Free Guy. Uh, Dune, I think, is still Dune. on the... Oh, and I guess Soul is still technically saying it's going to come out. The the Pixar is Wonder movie. Woman still on and this for yeah, Wonder December? Woman is set for Christmas Day. So I mean, I guess I guess we have that to look forward to for. Well, but the thing new movies. I was reading today though that Regal is closing all of their theaters again in the U.S. just because they have nothing to show oh, and there's nothing coming out. 
So, I mean, not I like know. for good, but just right, right. like they're not going to be open. So I guess like if you have some of these movies that are around scheduled around Christmas, maybe they'll open the theaters back up sometime in December to do another run with these movies. But I also wonder if we just won't end up keeping the theaters closed through spring next time. And all of these movies will get bumped back till next summer, (laughs) which is terrifying. But it's like the Thanksgiving spot, I feel like is now completely vacated. And I think soul is technically on the Thanksgiving weekend. Oh, okay. And then I think the other ones are December. Like the, I mean, I was looking today at the at the movie theaters that I was going to in Florida yeah. at what was showing in them, and it's almost <laughs> all old movies now because there aren't any, yeah. there hasn't been anything new that's come out in the past two weeks. So they like they have a couple showings of Tenet and the New Mutants still, and then it's just like <laughs> Hocus Pocus and uh, Jurassic Park and Titanic yeah. and all just kinds of random stuff. So they have to be losing money having to be open and having no one go to oh, most yeah. those shows. I would imagine. Yeah. No, it's a weird and sad time for the industry. But I've also alternatively been seeing a lot about movies in production. Like I just saw a clip of like the new Mission Impossible filming. And like I feel like a lot of movies are actively filming like Batman is filming again. So it's just sort of like it's going to be weird to see how it all plays out, which I know is an old song on this podcast, but it's just like been such a surreal year for cinema that it's sort of like, well, what's going to happen? Like there's just going to be a bottleneck of movies at some point. Well, the most important thing is that Riverdale is filming currently. <laughs> so yes. we will Lily get those Reinhardt sweet, sweet that, episodes that of, of Riverdale. Of, <laughs> of production. Oh. I'm happy. I'm happy for you. I follow like them all on Instagram. <laughs> like, should I be admitting that? <laughs> um, and they're all like hanging out together, so that's fun. Yes, I mean, I feel like people have figured out how to do it. You know, like obviously, there's a lot of strangeness. Like even just with like Dancing with the Stars, which is going live, and then you have the Bachelor premiere in October, and they haven't had any issues with the coronavirus in infecting their bubble yet so it's sort of like i can see why people feel confident moving forward but it's just gonna be strange to see how all these shows and movies then have to compete for either you know theater spots oscar noms like what is it gonna play out like i have no idea it's gonna be a bloodbath i can't wait (laughs) Uh, okay should we get into love it or hate it yes um I'm 100% certain I've talked about this before, but I felt the need to mention it again because Schitt's Creek's final award-winning season is officially on Netflix, so Mm -hmm. anyone and everyone can go and watch it. They were supposed to release it actually tomorrow, but then they just surprised everyone and put it on Netflix over the weekend, and it's been so fun watching everyone react to it and share gifts from it and scenes from it and I've been on Instagram and my Instagram algorithm is like here's a behind the scenes um video about Shit's Creek and I'm just <laughs> like oh I just love the show I was able to rewatch it all I mean because I have nothing but time and uh nostalgia to fuel me these days and it really is just such a just such a little sweet spot in these trying trying times so 
I'd recommend anyone who hasn't started Schitt's Creek to finally do it because it's all there in one place and you can really just enjoy the binge. And obviously people who haven't gotten to season six yet, now's the time to see why they swept all those Emmy noms. And um, if you've watched it, it really still holds up. So you might as well watch it again, you know? Oh, it's so good. And I honestly thought that it was already out. Uh, someone <laughs> or another was telling me like, oh, I'm finally watching the last season of Schitt's Creek. And I was like, oh, I watched that like <laughs> in March or whatever. But yes, if yeah. you did not find a nefarious way to watch it earlier, <laughs> now is your opportunity because it really is great. I think that they yeah. most shows kind of peter out towards the end, but I think that they really nailed it. The last yes. season is the is the last season the one with the whole cabaret plot line? No, that's actually season five. Oh, that's season five. Oh, and, I love that one. And it is kind of like because I just rewatched the whole thing, and I do feel like season five. I don't know, like is is stronger in a lot of ways because season six is kind of preoccupied with wrapping everything up, which can feel sort it's of the wedding. Yeah, there's know, so much wedding in a stuff. Little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. but all together, some really strong performances from everyone, and they really hit some emotional peaks for all the characters, and it's just like oh, so sweet. Okay, now I'm just asking random questions. Is the episode with Patrick's birthday party, is that season five or season six? Have I just been thinking that everything? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I just feel like season six, six, great. Season six, for spoilers, um, the main plot is planning the wedding and um, the Crows Have Eyes premiere. Oh, yes. um, Just how everything plays out in, in Schitt's Creek. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Also good. Also, good. but yeah, season yeah. five is great too. So if you haven't <laughs> yeah. watched it, also watch season yeah. five. Um, but what about you? So I have started watching the new season of Fargo that is out mm. now on FX and Hulu. And Fargo is one of my f- absolute favorite shows. It's an anthology series, like loosely based on the movie that came yes. out in the nineties. And so each season is like sort of kind of linked to the previous one but is also a completely different story like the last season was like modern day set in minnesota this new season is set in the 1950s in kansas city and is all about this crime syndicate headed up or uh, a black crime syndicate headed up by chris rock sort of facing off against the italian crime syndicate who like owns the city and so it's a little bit of like a mafia gangster kind of thing but like with all of the seasons of Fargo, there's a lot of other weird, like dark, twisty, delightful things going on. Jesse Buckley, um, who was in that movie that you watched and didn't like, uh, the I'm thinking of ending things. Um, she she is in this as like a unhinged nurse who is just truly a force of chaos, and I can only imagine what is going to happen with her jason schwartzman's in it ben wishaw's in it it's just it's just so good i it's one of the best tv shows i think on air and i mean you could obviously go back and watch all three of the previous seasons because i think they're great but also if you just wanted to start on this one you could easily do that as well and there's only three episodes out so far so how does it how do they justify it being called fargo like is there any sort of through line i guess they kind of figured it took place in fargo but it just jumps around to whatever (laughs) the movie fargo actually doesn't take place mostly in fargo it mostly takes place in minnesota and it's sort of like there's just a couple things that are connected to fargo and then 
and so then the the show kind of the first three seasons all take place up there like in the minnesota dakota area and then this takes place in kansas city so like still midwest but not Mm, quite mm -hmm. the same um but they're all like linked to each other so like the first movie in the movie there's this thing where there's this briefcase of money that at the end of the movie gets like buried in a snowdrift, and then the the first season really has to do with sort of like a large part of it has to do with this money that somebody finds and it causes all of these issues. Mm. So like this season, um, one of the characters in the last season came from Kansas city and he was in the crime syndicate there, but then he was in Minnesota. So this season is 50 years or like 60 years earlier, but is that like same family and setting that this Mm. other character came from. So it doesn't really have to do with Fargo, but who knows? It could end up, having they could end up there at some point you know hard to say do you have a ranking of the seasons thus far well season two had kirsten dunst in it and her and jesse plemons play these Mm. sort of like dunder blundering uh like butcher shop owners that are just incredible so i think i'd probably say that it's two one and three of the Mm of the first three, but I obviously haven't seen this whole season yet. So we'll see where it ranks in. But this season does feel like more of the times and prescient where like it's tackling some bigger issues where some of the Mm. earlier seasons are more just, you know, like frothy fun. So interesting. Well, I probably won't watch it. (laughs) Okay, whatever. (laughs) But I do see ads for it all the time because I've started just watching on my Roku, I just I'll just watch movies on FX because they have them free with ads, and they're mm-hmm. usually like pretty nice titles. So I've I've sat through a lot of those, and I keep seeing FX has good stuff. Yeah. I'll just say that they have a lot of good shows. Yeah, so you know, I, I it's nothing against Fargo. I'm sure it's good, but I just I don't know. And you talk about how violent the weird deaths are, so I'm just like. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's very violent. <laughs> Loads of weird deaths. Yeah. But I'm happy for you to have something new in these in these days of Corona. And it's just a reminder that snow is coming, which is <laughs> always exciting as well. Yeah, Can't I guess. Wait. If you're into that sort of thing. Okay. Well, I think that's it for our episode today. We do not have an episode coming out on Thursday this week because we're taking a little break, but we'll be back next week. In the meantime, though, you can follow us on social media. Stay tuned for our spontaneous giveaway. You can leave us a review. Anything else, Shelby? Um, no, yeah, you can find us at PSU Wrong on Twitter and Instagram. And we always welcome emails and DMs because (laughs) if you're bored, chances are we are too, so... (laughs) Yeah, so send them our way. We'll see you guys (laughs) next week. Bye.